0: You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 88. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hey, Yummy Mummies, how are you? We just wrapped the July 2022 Yummy Mummy X. Experience. So if you did not get in, go to larconley.com, click work with me, and get yourself on the wait list so that you can apply come mid September for the October group. I am so excited about this new class, and our January class just wrapped last week, and we had a really fun celebration, farewell call. Toasting with our mocktails, wearing boas and fun glasses and hats and all kinds of fun celebratory things. So instead of doing a client comment, I just wanted to share with you a couple of their celebrations because their celebrations are available to you. If they are celebrating this, you can celebrate this in yourself. Will there be a little bit of lag time? Yeah. Although, you know what's kind of fun is you could start practicing celebrating this in yourself as a way to give yourself energy to move forward in the direction and make choices that you want to make. Like this is, I've been talking a lot about this on Instagram. Think about how you'll feel once you lose weight for the last time. A lot of us say confident, free, light, alive, energetic, zesty. (laughs) How can you feel that now? What can you think now? What can you do now? What can you stop doing now? What can you stop thinking now in order to feel that feeling? Hone in on one feeling and make it your mission every day. Set your intention to feel that, to create that. Because then what'll happen is you'll be feeling light because you've created it because you can create any feeling you want inside your body. And when you have that energy inside your body, it will be so much easier to make decisions that are in alignment with your future self. That's really, I want to celebrate the January class like, and give them shout outs and be like, oh my God, you guys are amazing. And I want to share with you, the rest of the audience, what they're celebrating so that you can borrow their celebrations and put them in your heads and in your bodies as, ooh. This is something for me. And that's actually one of the things that we were celebrating is inside the group. A lot of people were celebrating some of the masters clients that were in the group. And we're like, Hey, because you were in the group, I knew it was possible for me. You were like two steps ahead of me and you made it feel so possible. People were saying things like, I knew if she could do it, I could do it too. And so the group actually becomes such a place of inspiration. So let me share with you a couple celebrations. And then I want to talk about our theme for today. Our episode is all around, what if I get hungry? A lot of us are scared to get hungry. Are you scared to get hungry? Do you eat like a little extra at dinner or lunch? Because you're like, oh, I'm not going to be able to eat until tomorrow at like 10 or 11 or even till tomorrow morning right? I want to talk about this fear of getting hungry. I think a lot of us can get a lot out of that. And I think we have some beliefs about hunger that just might not be true, or we at least want to explore. So yes, the January group lost a shit ton of weight, like hundreds, maybe thousands of pounds. I haven't actually done the math. So we definitely celebrated like 38 pounds down, 27 pounds down, 25 pounds down, 10 pounds down, 32 pounds down. We definitely celebrated the clients coming into their natural weights. But what I want to share with you is some of the more subjective nebulous celebrations. So one of my clients was celebrating the confidence that she has gained. She was saying that she just wasn't confident. And prior to the Yummy Mummy, she was just really discouraged and was really pretending in a lot of the areas of her life, pretending that she was confident and feeling kind of like a fake. And she's like, yeah, I lost 25 pounds, but like I gained this incredible confidence. And you can just see it. You can like, that's one of the, what? oh my God. That's one of my favorite things is being able to see how my clients like look different. Like again, yes, they lose physical weight, but they actually like become unveiled. Like they look different because from the inside out they are changed. So I had a client that was also celebrating one of her interim bosses was trying to demote her. And she thought about it and she was like, no, you know what, I'm a badass at work. And she was celebrating having the confidence, which she knows she would not have had prior to the yummy Mummy experience. She was celebrating standing up for herself and going and having her own back and saying like, no this demotion, it does not make any sense. And in fact, I want this job with this and presented that to her boss. And her boss was like, yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> Which was so cool. I was crying during that part because, oh my God, that part really just struck a chord because that's everything, right? That's her contribution. That is what she is spending her days doing, working. We had another client who... I'm celebrating that food doesn't decide my mood anymore. And she was like, so in love with her body. She's like, I just love my body. Like I just enjoy my body. And she's just so in it and you can just see it. It's infectious. Her celebration of her loving her body was like, Contagious, everyone else was like, Oh, yeah. She's like, I put my husband's goggles on in the way that he sees me, and I'm never taking them off. So that's just kind of a high level celebration, but there was so many celebrations. We could have stayed on that call for hours and hours, it was just so so awesome. So, congratulations to all of you guys for yes, the weight loss, but more so what you gained. I'm so, so excited for you and just so filled with joy that like I get to do this and gratitude, like, oh my God, I'm like humbled. I never really knew the meaning of like humbled, but I know it now doing this work. It is, it's so profound. It's so special. It's one of the best feelings to feel that. So thank you to my clients and congratulations. And you are gonna create crazy things. You are the example of free the moms. You are the embodiment of freedom and what you can create. So what if I get hungry? Do you guys think this thought? Have you guys felt hungry recently? In some of my dieting days, like I would never even let myself feel hungry. It was such like a rare occurrence. Like I just didn't feel hungry. Okay. So first of all, what's hunger? What is hunger? Like, let's define it for ourselves, okay? It's a feeling. Oh, this is so interesting. I wanted to bring this up because it's interesting. So hunger is defined by the dictionary. This is from Oxford. A feeling of discomfort or weakness caused by a lack of food coupled with the desire to eat. So interesting. Maybe it's a feeling of discomfort or maybe it's just a feeling. Maybe it's a sensation, in your body, maybe. So you get to decide what hunger actually means, right? So notice that because I think a lot of us define it like, yeah, it's super uncomfortable and I need to solve it immediately. And even if it is uncomfortable, don't necessarily have to solve it immediately. Okay. So let's break it down. You're sitting there, you're at lunch, you've made your Turkey roll ups and your side salad and your apple or whatever you're having. And you're like, oof, I don't know. I should probably have a second serving because what if I get hungry later? Like, I really don't want to experience the feeling of hunger. And so then you eat more. Maybe you go back for seconds or maybe you add some dark chocolate or maybe some string cheese or you just do those topper offers. You know what I mean? Cause you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to. Mm, no, I don't want to be hungry. Let's just solve this. And I think it might be your brain's sneaky way of getting more food. Remember you guys, your lower brain's job is to get as much food as possible all of the time, because it's actually a normal question that your lower brain asks. Like, what if I get hungry? Because our lower brain is designed for caveman times, for cave woman times. Okay. It's like, Oh my God, if there's food here, if there's food readily available, then yeah, we should totally eat it. Cause like I might actually get hungry and I might not actually be able to solve the hunger with food, right? So think of caveman days. You might not have been able to solve your hunger with food in caveman days. Now, cavewoman days, whatever. Now you can totally solve your hunger within like five or 10 or 15 minutes. Okay, so what if I get hungry? Let's say you wanna counter this. You wanna like have a discussion with your brain. You could say to your brain, yeah, what if I get hungry? That is a possibility that I could get hungry later on today. And your response, so there's your brain, right? Your brain's like, what if I get hungry? And then there's your response. These are two different entities. Let's take a pause real quick. There is your brain, and then there's you want to be the boss. You don't want your brain to be the boss. (laughs) So you want to take a step back from your brain and be like, oh, brain, I see that you're asking me this question. Let me answer my brain by saying something that's very intentional versus like, yeah, you're right, brain. We could get hungry. We better eat a whole half a bag of chips just to top off this meal. So here are some things you could say back to your brain. That will help you create what you want to create because a lot of my clients and a lot of you guys listening you probably don't want to go back for seconds if you want to lose weight and if you want to lose weight for the last time because most of the time seconds is eating food not for physical hunger it's eating for desire or just because you want it or because duh you think you're going to get hungry later so here are some things you could say back to your brain you could be like yeah, you know what, brain? I could get hungry later. Is hunger a problem? Is hunger a problem, you guys? Let's talk about that. What happens when you get sleepy or you get tired or you have to pee or you have to poop? Are you like, is it like a huge emergency? No. Say you and I are on a call together, like a Zoom call, and you notice you have to pee. You'll probably just wait the 10 minutes for our Zoom call to be over and then go pee. It's not an emergency. Or if you get tired and you're doing your day, you might be like, yeah, I'm tired. This isn't the most pleasant. Maybe it is a little uncomfortable. You know what? I'm going to plan to get a really good night's sleep tonight. Or in an hour, I'm going to take a 20-minute nap or whatever. Okay. So I want you to think of other bodily functions, like having to go to the bathroom or like having to sleep. Eating is the same thing. It's just that in our culture, we put it on this pedestal. We make it very important. We make it like the thing that we desire the most in the whole entire world. <laughs> Isn't it crazy, right? Hunger is just a cue that your body gives you so that, yeah, eventually you do eat, but I wanna offer to you, and this is exactly what you could say back to your brain, that it's not an emergency. When you have to pee, do you flip out? Are you like, oh my God, I gotta pee immediately? No. Yes, eventually you take care of it, but you don't go pee and then sit there and then try to pee some more because you're like, oh, what if I have to pee later? (laughs) You're not like sitting there pooping, being like, I got to push some more poop out because I don't want to have to poo later. Or like when you wake up in the morning, right? Most likely... Now this is like a whole other podcast episode on sleep, but most likely, you're like, I'm gonna get up. It's time to get up. I'm not gonna sleep anymore. Yeah, you're gonna get sleepy later, and that's not a problem. Same with hunger. And I really think our brains are just sneaky and they pose this question so that we'll eat some more. What if I get hungry? And you're like, yeah, we better not get hungry. That would be horrible. That would be a catastrophe. Let's definitely eat some cheddar bunnies. That'll be a great idea. (laughs) It doesn't get you where you want to go. Okay, so let's say you eat your lunch. The lunch that you know is going to help you get to your dream come true weight, get you to your natural weight. You're going to eat your nicely portioned lunch that is for physical hunger. Right? It's not for emotional hunger. Hopefully it's not for hormonal hunger. And you eat that. And then your brain's like, oh, we should get some more. What if I get hungry? You can be like, brain, hunger is not an emergency. If I get hungry later, I will totally know how to handle it. I am like a really smart person. I do like other big deal things in my life, like raise humans and like boss people around to work. Like, Pretty sure I can figure out what to do if I get hungry in two and a half hours or five hours or whatever. Okay. So then maybe your brain shuts up and your brain's like, fine, fine, fine. We'll just eat this (laughs) lunch and move on. Then it's like three and a half hours later and you do get hungry. What do you do in that moment? You can say to your brain, oh, this is hunger. Let's solve this by having some almonds, like maybe you want to eat, maybe you want to like wait to eat with your family, right? Like you want to eat dinner at like six o'clock with your family. So say you ate lunch at 12, you're going to eat dinner with your family at six. It's like, I don't know, 3.30 and your brain's like, we are hungry or your body is like, we are hungry, right? So in that moment, I want you to be like, huh, is this true physical hunger? right? And you guys, side note, you want to go back and listen to some of my podcasts on hormonal hunger. If your body is hormonally hungry, it will feel like hanger. It actually will feel like an emergency, which is why I really highly recommend that you balance your hunger hormones. Because when your hunger hormones are balanced, it's so much easier to eat for just physical hunger. So physical hunger just feels like kind of a natural... Whisper. It's like, yeah, we could use a little bit of food. So in that moment, yeah, you can grab something that's on your protocol or that you know is going to help you get to where you want to go, like a handful of almonds or a scoop of peanut butter or that string cheese or whatever, right? Now, let's say maybe you don't want to eat at that time because you're, I don't know, on a meeting or you feel like maybe this is hormonal hunger, or maybe this is just emotional hunger. This is just when I always have a snack and I just like having a snack, right? And so you could play with making a rule of like, no, we're not going to eat an afternoon snack, even if we're hungry, right? This is not me, you guys, teaching you, like, let's be clear here, teaching you to have an eating disorder. This is me teaching you to get in tune with your body and the cues that it gives to you. Like, think of when you had your newborn baby, right? Or maybe they're not newborn, but they're like an infant. They're like eight months old. And you you want to pull the 3 a.m. feeding because your baby's like... If they were like my babies, they're like not even on the growth chart anymore. They're like 110% off the chart. So chunky. They do not need... My doctor was like, oh, um, yeah, so Luna definitely does not need that 3 a.m. feeding. Like if anything, you should probably pull it, right? So for the first three nights, was she fucking pissed that she wasn't getting her 3 a.m. feeding because she liked her 3 a.m. feeding? It was comforting. It was warm. It was fuzzy. It was yummy. Yeah, she was pissed. And then guess what? On the fourth night, she was fine. This could be happening with you with your afternoon snack. So you may want to test it, but I want you to decide ahead of time, right? Like, I'm going to eat this lunch and then I'm going to test the afternoon. Like, Maybe you really genuinely do need a snack, like fuel for your body from food, but maybe you don't and you want to give yourself two weeks. I just had a client that got herself off the afternoon snack because she did discover that it was an emotional eat, not a physical eat, right? It wasn't something her body actually needed. What her body actually needed was a break. So... And she did that for two weeks and she's like, I'm never hungry at that time anymore. So you can play around with that. Some other things you can say when you do get hungry, again, me not teaching you how to have an eating disorder, me teaching you how to tune into your body, you can say, hey body, you know what? I see and I feel that you do need some fuel. Guess what? There are two sources of fuel. How fun is that? Food is one source. And the fat on your body is another source of fuel. Now, if you are not fat adapted, meaning your hunger hormones are not balanced, your body is going to throw a fit. That's that hanger. It's going to throw a temper tantrum and it's not going to make it easy on you for it to go get fat. It's going to scream and yell at you until your hunger hormones are balanced. That's okay. It only takes like two weeks. And the way that you do that short version is you stop eating processed shit and you stop eating six times a day. (laughs) So I like to recommend, right, soft recommendation that you slowly move away from processed sugar, from flour, some other of those like refined carbs. I'm all in for carbs, like earth's carbs, like nature's carbs, not super into cheddar bunnies because I just don't think it serves us in the long run. Okay. So in that moment, you can be like, you know what? You can take a little snack. I know you want a snack and you can have a snack, but you're going to have to get a snack from our ass or our back fat or our inner thigh. Like you're going to have to get your little Twinkie from the inner thigh. Sorry. And then... (laughs) eventually your body will become fat adapted and it won't be a big deal. Like, oh my God, my clients are like, I can't believe it. It's really true. When you become fat adapted, it's so nice to live your life because hunger really doesn't become an emergency and your body doesn't care. Your body's like, yeah, we can get a freaking carrots and ranch from the fridge or we can get a snack from the inner thigh, right? And you guys are always going to have snacks on your body. Even when you come into your natural weight, you always have excess fat stores. That's the way our bodies are designed. It's actually so cool, isn't it? Right? So this should arm you. What if I get hungry? Okay, well, hunger is not a problem. It's not an emergency. And I can eat some almonds or I can eat some inner thigh. Whatever, we can figure this out. And then you can test it and see what works for you. So I just want to encourage you to play around with, hunger is not a problem. It's not an emergency. It's just like being tired or having to go pee, right? But your brain and the food industry is a little stacked against you, right? Because the food industry makes all this food taste so good. It's like if your toilet was one of those ones that just like naturally lifted when you, like it was like that motion sensor and then it heated up. You're like, yeah, I kind of just like wanna go pee because like it's fun. (laughs) You guys get my point here? Same thing here. What if hunger was, that's all it was, was just a body sensation, was just a cue from your body, right? So try it out. Try some of these rebuttals. Let me know how it goes. Do let me know if you have ideas, questions. I'm going to be doing a couple listener Q&As in the upcoming months. So, ooh, and we're going to do a fun episode where my clients interview me. How much fun is that? Okay. So. Play around with your thoughts about hunger, the thoughts your brain presents you, the questions your brain presents you. Play around with it. Have a conversation. See what works for you. And notice your brain just trying to trick you. It will get more and more clever as you continue your journey to losing weight for the last time. And remember, you guys, if you're not on the wait list, go get over there and get on the wait list right now. Barconley.com, click work with me. Okay, and if you have a question, just pop it in your review. Pop a Apple review in there and pop your question in there and I will get to it. How much fun is that? Okay, I love you all. Have the best week ever. Bye. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would love it, love it, if you leave a rate, review, and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in pretty, pretty pleased with a cherry on top. It would help me so much. And it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It's my proven lose weight for the last time group coaching and course. Head to laraconley.com and just click work with me. Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to laraconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss hack. So cool. The last thing I wanna tell you, you guys, is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called, you guessed it, the Yummy Mummy. Lose weight for the last time, end body drama and get food freedom. You can just search that in Facebook, or again, you can head to the show notes and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys have the best day ever.